Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hostile Takeover, and I'm going to start with this. The following is a production of the Geek.io Media Network. For more geeky goodness, go to geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io for more information. The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. Spoiler warning! I got to warn you. Nope, that one. And why did the music for the Small Screen Spoiler Show start playing? Because welcome to the Small Screen Spoiler Show, episode number four, recorded February whatever the nineteenth, twenty fifteen. I'm CJ <laughs> Kingbreaker Boat. He's Jared, the meanest son of a mother bitch as a veto, and the other guy over there is Dale Ice Queen Campbell. Ice <laughs> Queen. And we are here to spoil you on the shows that you're interested in because you deserve being spoiled. And I'm completely just taking over my other show because I can. <laughs> what the hell is going on? And Dale, you've been sentenced because you disrespected my abuelita. Exactly. You will be a salsa stain. You called her a biznatch. You called her a biznatch! And just as a reminder, we're going to spoil all the shows listed below and anything prior to it. For example, we talk about episode 21 of a show. Anything 20 and before is all up to debate. We will try not to spoil the next time on the shows do. So, you know, but we can't make any promises. So if you haven't watched, listened, or want to be or care about being spoiled on the following shows, come back later. We're talking Better Call Saul Season 1, Episode 2, Miho. Agent Carter, Season 1, Episode 5, The Iron Ceiling. And Gotham, Season 1, Episode 16, Scarecrow. Unless you're me, and then you can't come back later. (laughs) 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 Dale's going to be spoiled. It's totally totally ignoring the fact that he we had notes on this and he's listened to the show and doesn't care about spoilers. But all right, Um, (laughs) ignoring that, ignoring that. I'm actually going to jump around a little bit here. I'm going to start with Gotham, season one, episode sixteen. Oh, start with Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. Oh wait, I have a key to tell me. Overlays, which I don't have. Oh right, shit. Overlays. Hold on, I got this. Spoilers, we have overlays for this show. Yeah, oh, that's right. I actually cast. installed that thing just for Daryl. Gotham, yeah, there so. we go. Gotham is up. All right, see? Gotham, right there. Oh, wrong side. That one. Gotham, right there. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to start with Gotham because I have the least to say about this show. Um, 
other than me, the meanest, what is it, meanest son of a mother bitch ever is the greatest thing to be ever said ever. <laughs> that was on Gotham. That was on Gotham. Oh, that is on Gotham. That's right. The uh, what's his name? Maroney said that, didn't he? Yeah. Like I literally have two notes on this: uh, adrenal gland soup, ew, and meanest ew. son of a mother bitch. <laughs> like that is all <laughs> that I have written down for this. <laughs> Okay, well, I have a few more. Like, fishes in what? Is that a fight club? What? What is she in? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is going on with her? She is the most convoluted character of that entire series, and not in a good way. Like stabbing people. Because this is Thunderdome. Who who runs Bada Town? Fish runs Bada Town. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uh, yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> That, exactly that is pretty much what I ima- what that entire thing rang through to my head was fish runs Bada Town. Uh, and did you notice how the fear toxin, like the effects that they showed when you know he took it and you'd see through his eyes, looked incredibly similar to the ones that Nolan used? <laughs> yeah, strangely, <laughs> like they 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 kept that very consistent. I was like, wow, this is the same exact effect. Well, it's it works as the effect, though. It works as both a hallucinogen and yeah. to impose fear. So I think it's just the fact that Nolan nailed it. Sorry. And uh, how, about our, how about our Riddler versus Penguin moment? <laughs> it was weird and awkward and not fun. <laughs> it was so awkward. It was so awkward. <laughs> Well, everything that Enigma's in is awkward. That's kind of his thing. Oh, man. Um, though, no, no, no. I, I, sorry, I did have another note that just sprang to my head. Um, we revealed that uh, the Edmund. Penguin is truly a metahuman this episode. His metahuman power, super designer ability. <laughs> Oswald's nightclub. Oswald. Which they they always are talking about how much money this nightclub makes, but I never see it's never been money. open. Like it has <laughs> never been open. Like, we we got to keep this nightclub open. We are now sixteen episodes. Money, so you're in charge. <laughs> We're now sixteen like, episodes in. There, there's nobody there. Yeah, this is the first time the nightclub has been open. It's sixteen episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's there. Nobody ever. Apparently, this, I guess they're just hanging out there during the day when it's closed, I, I guess. I don't know. Like, I can't you know, it. because, you know, you're just hanging out at the nightclub during the day? Like, that's well, a thing. They own it, and the fish apparently lived in the back. Or yeah. yeah, but don't they have other <laughs> that they can go? Like... Sure, <laughs> sure. Nope. Work? That's where they live. <laughs> okay. They live upstairs. It's like a, it's like a Chinese restaurant. They <laughs> exactly. They live upstairs. <laughs> See, I'm good value on this show when I haven't seen it. And, and um, the sun is definitely future Scarecrow. Oh, yeah, definitely future sure. Scarecrow. That was kind of weird how they set that up. With well, it kind of makes sense, though. He will, he'll, it's basically the Batman setup. Like, incredible, insane fear, except for the fact that his is drug-induced, so he's eventually going to learn to master it, become a genius psychologist, and become Scarecrow. Oh, that, that's his entire thing, is he's going to eventually be, learn to master it, master the insane fear that he always has, and eventually just impose it on everybody else because, well, why should he be the only one to suffer? Though though maybe fear is good because his dad got rid of fear and he just, like, walked up into a wide-open field shooting guns at police officers. <laughs> You're right. Though we really need like, to get well, Bullock and... <laughs> we really need to get Bullock and Gordon some uh, some target practice Shooting because lessons? neither yeah, one yeah. of those two can fire a damn gun to save their damn lives. Like, 
<laughs> it is ridiculous how bad of a shot both of them are. To be for being the main characters of the show, one of them should be able to shoot. This is true. This is true. Uh still love uh Falcone. I love him every time I see him. Yeah, he is, he's great. He, he just comes in and noms on all of the scenery. But, but so good but so good he's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lamps really should go. <laughs> 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 That's yeah, about him. he's so great. Um, he's so amazing. Penguin is still very awkward and still not great, but not bad. No, he's not terrible. He's not terrible. We had it's, some bad Bruce like, moments. He had like in a this, peaking, though. and then he kind of crashed down, and now it seems like they're building him back up, maybe to be something good. But we'll see. We had more bad. And by Bruce. the way, his awesome his his awesome uh, henchman, the penguin's awesome henchman. Oh yeah, his name is Gabe. I went ahead and wrote it down so I could, so I could actually use his name now. <laughs> because it's funny because how it stacks. Um, yes, Gabe. His name is Gabe. Um, bad Bruce. More bad Bruce. Like the, the, the what little forward motion he made as an actor the last couple of yeah, episodes, yeah. he went right back to whiny kid. <laughs> like, yeah. Bad Bruce, awesome Alfred. Let him crawl up a, a giant hill with a broken leg. Yeah, <laughs> right? Sprang. Walk it off, yeah, you'll be he fine. Finally made it. He finally made it. You want some coffee? He's been here the awesome. whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching you. <laughs> oh, he's so good. I love it. Um, I, I, I this, this episode just did not impress me that much, to be honest. No, like, it wasn't a great one. It wasn't a great one. Like the the office romance thing with Jim and and Anara. Yeah, whatever her name is in the show, Leslie Tompkins. Like that, that got that got less interesting. Everything just kind of got less interesting. Yeah, it just seemed it was, like they was on a good roll, and then it just kind of it slipped back. Like it's, they just kind of did a few things. This felt like a filler episode, I guess is what I'm saying. It did. It, it felt oh. like it felt like the because last episode was actually very enjoyable. I actually enjoyed yeah, the fearsome Doctor Crane. It just this just seemed like it was. And what like, happened to the redhead lady? Yeah, I don't know. She just disappeared. Creepily hitting on. <laughs> yeah, the hot redhead lady. That yeah. Um, I'm mentioning I her again. We saved her life, but don't worry about her. Yeah, right. Um, I I don't know, but it, it, this just seemed like it was like it could have been solved in 15 minutes, and because like they did weird because stuff we had last Fish episode in the underground Fight Club Thunderdome thing mm. that took up like half the episode. I, I'm not going to uh, spoil what's going to happen in, in, in the next episode, but I think it's the penultimate to the season finale, and um, it's just going to say the jokes on all of us. <gasps> no, particularly me because I haven't seen it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. So yeah. Um, any more notes on Gotham? Nope. All right. Yep. Yeah. Done with that. Jeez, you are not on. that impressive this week. Sorry. Come on, Gotham. <laughs> Seriously. Um, just on, as Gotham. just as a, a side note, I watched the latest episode of Sleepy Hollow, and it got really good. Like it got so good. <laughs> I've got like three episodes recorded, but I haven't watched them yet. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say I have all this other stuff to watch. Right. I'm not going to say anything. Just know it was really, really good. <laughs> um, much better than okay. the, the Scarecrow. I, I, I intend on watching it at some point. Infinitely like better than the Scarecrow. Um, let's just say the stuff that we said was going to happen in like episode one of Small Screen Spoiler Show is happening. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> too, little, too late, unfortunately. But anyway, that's yeah. yeah. Um, Alright, so next up, we're going to go ahead and go to what's actually first on the list. Better Call Saul. Or do we want to do Agent Carter since there's less? I still have less to talk about on Agent Carter than Better Call Saul? 
Uh, yeah, that's fine with me. All right, Agent Carter. Agent Carter. I'm good. Season one, episode five, The Iron uh, Ceiling. Um, I actually, I have all of my notes memorized on this one. Um, because this show, this you episode was... change your uh, change your logo. Oh, right. Daryl's going to with you. Yeah, Daryl's going to yell at me. I don't want Daryl to yell at me. <laughs> hey, I'm trying with the analyzing, except I, yeah, I didn't have time, so I just got the picture. Damn. You, you oh, had the entire time. You had the entire The overlays are in the, in the, uh... There we go. In the full Hey, except I can't have the lower third. It just kicks that off. And... All right, because... Yeah, I, know, I know, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Agent Carter, episode, or season one, episode five, The Iron Ceiling. Um, this show was really... This episode was really good, as opposed to Gotham, which was really bad. This one was really, really good. Um, yeah, that's my last note. This show is good. Yeah, really. oh my God, so good. If you if you are not watching show. Agent Carter, you really are doing yourself a disservice. Seriously, it's all up on Hulu for free. Go check it out. Like it's so good. Um, um, so we kind of start out figuring out where Peggy got her training from, which is basically um, the League of Assassins for teenage British girl or for uh, pre-BUS and teenage girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I put down Snow White Killer Training Camp. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> So why they were practicing with Snow White and then killing people, I'm not sure. And was that was that where Peggy was trained, or was that just where Dottie was trained? Well, or were they both trained there? And like, I'm guessing they both were trained there because because Peggy snapped the girl's neck and she snapped her eyes open. So I'm guessing that was a remembering that was a dream that was not just randomly placed there. And also, when they went back there later, she knew all about the place. <laughs> so I'm gonna guess that she. Uh, that she is, um, she did her training there, as well as Dottie, you know, freaky yeah, ninja lady who can let's, snap let's, a guy's let's neck go with her talk legs. About Dottie a little bit. Yep, let's let's talk about Dottie a little yep, bit. Let's 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 talk about. Uh, first of all, you know, you see her and she steals uh, <coughs> Peggy's keys to sneak into her apartment. Which why would she need to steal her keys? I mean, she's a super spy person. Couldn't she just pick the lock or something? Or, Probably, or maybe. But she would. But she, she was wants Peggy to... had like. Booby traps or something. In place. Yeah, <laughs> I said booby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, booby. Um, it's probably just because of what she said directly after that. Hi, I'm Peggy Carter. She wanted to be Peggy, which is really, really creepy. By the way, super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's okay, Dottie. Okay, <laughs> you're Peggy. Whatever you say. Don't don't snap my neck with your legs. <laughs> you are terrifying. What is? Okay. Yeah. You creep me out with your weird creepiness and and the fact that you can only sleep handcuffed. Y- yeah, that's weird and strangely erotic, but mostly weird. <laughs> um, speaking uh, of Fifty Shades, there are Fifty Shades. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a theory on Dottie. You want to hear my theory? This will this will go over both of your heads. Um, my that's theory fine. is Let's hear it. pure conjecture. She's Madame Hydra. Um, Madame Hydra is the um, modern leader of the of Hydra. Uh, she takes over after the Red Skull and uh, is the leader of that, and also Leviathan. So that, that's my theory. She's going to become Madame Hydra, which okay. is a big deal. Uh, like that's a huge, that sounds, huge deal. That sounds like something. And the was the Miss Union Jack comment was that a comic book nod or? Uh, not as far as I know. Um, no? I, okay. I think it was just them being weird. It felt and... like one. <laughs> it might be, but I'm not the huge Captain America lore nerd. Ah. So, um, if it is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't freaking know. 
Because I, uh, I want Peggy Carter to be Miss Union Jack. Probably is just somewhere in there. Um, I, I loved the Howling Commandos and this completely putting Mr. Chauvin as dickhead yes. in his place. Oh my god, they were so cool. Oh. <laughs> yep. I love how so the he... D-bag, the D-bag guy's name is Thompson. I wrote yeah. that down too, so I remember it this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Thompson keeps trying to, you know, put Peggy in her place because she's a woman. And freaking Dum Dum Duggan, uh, you know, Neil McDonough, who freaking rocks that role, by the way. He's so good as Dum Dum Duggan. Yes, he um, Oh, yeah. He's so good. Um, he's just like, yeah, let's ask Peggy. <laughs> and, and Thompson, Thomas, you shut up. You don't know who she is, do you? Because <laughs> he I made really them understand how awesome she is. Yeah, right. Um, I'm gonna share some. Sco- I'm gonna ask her for scotch or bourbon, rather bourbon. Sorry, you weird alcohol drinkers. Uh, um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was just it was just fantastic watching him get put in his place the entire time. At the end of the episode, he totally has a crush on Peggy. <laughs> He's totally crushing all <laughs> over Peggy now. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Just they like, gave him a, they gave him a bunch of uh, backstory to make him see that. Well, I guess why he's such a terrible douche, douchebag. Yeah, because <laughs> he did though, a terrible terrible thing. Though he I did no well though he. Like though they did hero they did heroize him a little bit and I liked that they they kind of gave him a reason to be so cold and callous. Yeah, yeah, no, I was like because I hated him so much. Now at the end of this, I'm like I kind of feel sorry for him a little bit. Yeah, right. You watch your entire oh, just... you, your entire platoon be murdered in their sleep. Like, oh man. Um. So yeah, it was it was. It was cool watching him get become get a get a character and not just be that douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like we're all set up for uh, Peggy to get caught in yep. the next episode, which I believe is is there eight episodes? So yes, the there's eight six. episodes. So it's not quite the penultimate. So things will, things are going to start getting crazy and wrapping up because we're about to roll into the third act. Yep, everybody. This was this was a nice lead to get to get people more on Peggy's side for the the carpet 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 to be ripped from under her feet. Carpet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still don't. I, I mean, I get the iron ceiling because they're in Germany or whatnot, and you know the whole iron blitzkrieg thing and the glass yeah. ceiling being the, the woman ceiling. thing. Yep. Yeah, yep. I get that, but just I get like, it. It seemed it. yeah, it seemed a little bit too uh, <clears throat> shoved down your throat. On the nose. Yeah. Though, still more dumb It's fine, dumb it's just Duggan. a title. Just, just more dumb than so, Megan. The Howling <laughs> Commandos made up for it all, yes. all too well. Oh, yeah. I'm a bit sad that they didn't have um, old Nick Fury in there to make it the proper Howling Commandos. But uh, <laughs> they replaced, like, uh, Kurt, what's his name? Uh, dude that played Snake Plissken in Escape from L.A. Um, Kurt Douglas? Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell. Um, he, he's the original character, like who they designed old Nick Fury, white Nick Fury after, and he's the Howling Commandos guy. And I'm a bit sad they still didn't throw that in there just as a, uh, shout, but they're Captain America's Howling Commandos now, which is weird, but that's okay. It's all right. This is what they do. And then yeah. you never watch Smallville, right? No. Okay. Well, the, when the chief meets up with his journalist friend to get some backstory on the, that massacre in Russia, Russia. or whatever. Yeah, I've already forgotten what it was. That was Lionel Luther. Oh, cool! I was like, I was like, oh, 
It's Lionel Luther. He's doing something after Smallville. Who <laughs> <laughs> did know he's him. not doing anything else? <laughs> he might be. I don't know. I haven't seen him uh, in anything else. All right. Uh, so anything else on Agent Carter? No, Lionel Luther. All right. I saw Lionel Luther. Maybe really Lionel. great episode. Like, so good. All right. And now on to the opus of our show. Uh, Better Call Saul, Season 1, Episode 2, Miho. I gotta pull up my notes. Mijo, Mijo, what is this stain on the floor? Salsa, salsa stain, salsa stain, abuela. Salsa stain, salsa stain. Mr. Salsa, abuelita. Oh man, you watched this deal? No, I haven't. Have you watched Breaking Bad? Go ahead and sign off and go watch the first two episodes. Dale, have you watched? I'll go watch that. You'll still be going by the time I get back. No, no, Have you watched Breaking Bad at all, Dale? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I know. This is why I am being subjected to... I've been held hostage in this hangout. Trust me. Um, so, oh, man, I freaking missed Tuco so much. <laughs> I didn't also, realize CJ I missed Tuco as much as I did. Yeah, right? I, I don't think I liked him in Breaking Bad, but... Well, that was man, the entire he point. Awesome <laughs> He's small. so cool. Um, though, did, um... He's so crazy. Was he always that crazy and gullible when not on Blue Sky? Like, I don't remember... I I remember him being more, like, more reserved before he got high. Like, once tight, tight, tight happened, then everything, uh... (laughs) Once Tuco got tight... cranked it up to the next notch. Okay. When he got tight, tight, tight is when he would beat his cousin to death. Oh, poor fat cousin, by the way. Fat cousin in the background. Like, oh, oh. That that actor is just psyched that he... I get a paycheck again! (laughs) I get to come back. (laughs) Though, Though, playing the same character that you know eventually dies that horrible death, like... It just and puts a mar paycheck. there, man. Like, it's a paycheck. <laughs> um, oh, I, I just I loved everything the about man. Tuca being like the whole time, and... man. When they like his grandmother was there, and the guys are coming in, and like it's all going, and he's just being really quiet and very stoic. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, he's terrifying when he's quiet." <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Like he, that guy, that actor, man. Just he is. He is very, very good at what he does. Like. When he is family, man, you just get this, like, horrible sense of dread. Like, you just want him to snap because the tension he builds by being quiet and reserved and quote-unquote family man is just scary as shit. (laughs) In his apron, cutting his, you know, preparing dinner. Oh, don't don't worry, don't worry, Abuelita. You just go, go watch your show, Abuelita. Turn it up really <laughs> loud. <laughs> <laughs> the second the doors close. Oh, oh yeah, just straight up whack whack. Like, oh man. <laughs> and then when he was cleaning the quote unquote salsa stain, I was like, man, he killed them. That was. I thought so cool. too. <laughs> Like I'm like oh well yep that's the end. well I I said oh, that last oh, week they're not dead I said that last week I'm like oh they're dead they're no, not I dead I always wrote down that CJ was right but <laughs> they weren't dead I did have noted on here nailed it and I crossed it down crossed it out I'm like damn it ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't die spoiler <laughs> dumbasses <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, though 
great Saul moments during the during the desert scenes, oh, man. Like man. straight up, we're not we're no longer Jimmy territory. We are in straight up Saul Goodman territory now. Yes, like. you see Saul Goodman for the first time. The worst lawyer ever. I just talked you down from a death sentence to a six month probation. I'm the best lawyer. Ever. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man, just oh, just oh my goodness! I don't understand how a prequel can be so good. Like I was not expecting anything out of this show, but this is one of my favorite things on. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. I was excited about it, but I didn't have extremely high expectations. I had high expectations, but nothing like I didn't expect it. Like I figured it'd have more of a comedic tone to it than Breaking Bad. You know, it's really pretty hard drama, and, and Saul it was always does the comedic for relief, the most so part. I figured yeah, yeah. I mean, I laughed a lot. <laughs> yes. In this oh yeah. Episode. Um, like I wrote down when he said "worst lawyer ever." I'm like, I, I wrote down "best lawyer ever." Trust me on this one, kids. Shut up. And the next one, told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, who was the girl with the boobs? Like, was that was that that lady? Like, was that the was that the uh, the Sorry. million dollar oh, oh. wife chick? Or was that just some random no. thing? Like, I think that was just some random chick he was trying to pick up at a bar. <laughs> but he like, couldn't because... Well, he yeah. just watched his freaking clients get their legs broken in front of him by a messed out guy. Like, Which, why, why did he watch? Yeah, like, right? really interesting that they Turn chose the hell that. away. Like, starts to walk away. And then he turns around and watches it happen. Yeah. Like, like I, I would have just at least turned watch? my back. Like, I don't want to watch these poor kids who are just morons. They're just they're just stupid. <laughs> Get their legs snapped. Like, and he enjoyed, Tuco enjoyed it. Like, that look of pure glee on his face. Like, <laughs> I think he enjoyed that you're more hard, than if he would have killed fair. them. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you'd have to, you know. And, and uh, a staple of Breaking Bad, the too long mi- musical interstitial. <laughs> like, but I kind of enjoyed it. Like I oh. actually wrote down, like, "Hey, this is a decent montage," because <laughs> it kind of like it, it's, it's really telling a story. Like normally, montage is just like getting you from point A to point B, and here's what happened in between. But this one's like kind of you see Saul progressing from one thing to another, and he's just, and like, then take off his pants. Why does everybody in this damn show take off their pants? <laughs> Like that's what we do. Everybody in this universe needs to rip their pants off. Like, and they have no reason to. They have no right but to. At least he wasn't wearing whitey tidies. Freaking, freaking Walter White has no reason to rip off his pants. Freaking Bob Odenkirk <laughs> has no reason to tear off his pants. Like, keep your damn pants on, people. He was going to sleep. <laughs> but did he know he I was going to, to Chuck's house? Like, that was the thing. Did he know he was going to Chuck's house? No, apparently he did not know that. <laughs> apparently he lives in his office. <laughs> yes. And more of Mrs. Nguyen. She's so great. She's still so amazing. <laughs> hey, you have a cussum out here. Quiet. <laughs> you quiet. For you, hurry up. <laughs> She's so good. Oh, man. Um, No soap saw what? Oh, because when he was doing his, um, the, the, uh, his Showtime, uh, montage, um, he never watched, he never put soap on his hands once. <laughs> Like, not once did he put soap on his hands. Ever. He's <laughs> like, ew. I didn't notice that. Ew, he's shaking you all those Asian people's Carter hands. Up, by the way. Oh, do I? You Sorry, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just taking a nap. Sorry, Daryl. 
It's alright, Crunchy Dale. <laughs> Am I Crunchy? Damn it. You are well, not crunchy. now, but you were. Not as bad oh. as last week, so, or two weeks ago, so there's that. Just not a single time did he ever put soap on his hands, ever. I'm like, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but yeah. maybe I'm not OCD enough. I'm so OCD with my hands. Like, it just, no. Just, 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 no. Ew. Just wash your damn hands. Like, putting water on them, which (laughs) is fine. That's a public restroom. Yeah, right? It's a public restroom. You wash your hands. You are touching your wiener and you are touching the wall. (laughs) The wall is more gross than your wiener, by the way. I'm not so worried about the the wiener, but the wall, like, definitely. You you wash your hands and put soap on your hands after putting your hand on the public restroom wall. (laughs) <laughs> just no no questions about this and no this is not a wiener thing like I have no problem with the whole the whole grabbing your penis and then not washing your hands but like it's your penis so yeah it is your penis I think, I think we should move on I think it's just um, well on this subject I, I love Bob Odenkirk's face when the coffee cup fell over too by the way the coffee cup fell over and just the look on his face without him saying anything <sighs> so sad like <laughs> it's like you'd be sad want... too if your coffee cup fell over yeah right I'm like, he, just, he had that look like I wanted coffee and he just shrugged and walked away because he didn't have time for it <laughs> so sad <laughs> freaking uh, Jonathan Banks Banks in this show too man like, <laughs> I know. I can't wait to get more of him. He's than just so good grumpy too. man in the toll booth. <laughs> he works so well as grumpy old man in the toll booth. <laughs> you have to have five stickers. You only have four stickers. That'll be five dollars. Yeah, right. Jesus, <sighs> I don't pay that much it's at the airport. Over here. <laughs> oh man, you kidding me? Uh, he's so like everybody in this entire show is just like on point, and it's so it works so well. Um, they did seem uh, to uh, the small part that was with Chuck or whatever. They seem to be establishing that he does have some kind of mental thing and not an actual yes condition. You didn't grab yourself. Take off the space blanket, but just take <laughs> off the space blanket, Chuck. You forgot your cell phone. Put your cell phone. I took it outside and put it out front. Uh, just take off the space blanket. It's okay. It helps. <laughs> and then they never, well, I guess they never got to, but he threw his cell phone out into the front yard. And when Saul woke up and the whole time they were talking, you could hear a lawnmower. So I was kept expecting them <laughs> to go out and like find his <laughs> cell phone chopped up by the lawnmower, but it Aww. never happened. So <laughs> I don't know why they had the lawnmower noise going the whole time. Probably because they filmed that just in Albuquerque, and some dude just happened to have his lawnmower going there. We, it's like, <laughs> we don't have enough money for a second take. Screw it. We just have lawnmowers going for no evidence. Exactly. <laughs> um, by the way, I really like Tuco's... The, the skinny cousin. Um, the the smart one? Yeah, the smart the, one. The, the Robin the Hood kind like of guy. Nacho. Nacho, there we go. I like him a lot. Oh. He's really he's really a strong character. Um, he's obviously not yeah, likable like in any way. He's the brains behind the operation. 
Yeah, I'm just curious as to what happens to him. Tuco's the brawn. Because yeah. obviously he doesn't, spoiler alert, he doesn't make it into Breaking Bad. So um, what horrible fate Ooh. is going to come across this guy? Like, Because let's face it, it's Ooh. Breaking Bad. There will be a horrible fate for him. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty guaranteed. Nobody gets off easy in this show, ever. Like, though I do like how he called it a finder's fee. And that's what Saul called it in Breaking Bad. Called what? Sorry, you cut out. Uh, I, I like the fact that he called uh, the robbing the guy, robbing the lady called it giving Saul a finder's fee, and it's the same thing Saul uh, said to Walter about getting them hooked up with Tuco. Oh, okay. I like that. See, it's been uh, a long time since I watched the first couple of seasons of Breaking Bad. <laughs> see, I, I didn't so see I it was two years. I don't ago, remember so. what all happened in season two. <clears throat> uh, season one, but yes. Or season one. Tuco wasn't? Yes, Tuco yeah, was season yeah, one. Was. That was He was the entire thing of season one. Yeah. Season two was... Like was very uh, end of season one and then the first half, first part of season two mm-hmm. or something like nope, that. Nope, he was, he was the season one uh, antagonist. I don't want to say bad guy because they're all fucking horrible people. <laughs> uh, so we're just, we're just going to call him an antagonist. <laughs> Everyone is terrible and that's okay. It just seems now, like, now you have Better Call Saul in this, like, he is the least horrible person there. (laughs) (laughs) Saul is, like, officially... Well, even, like, now that I look back at Breaking Bad, like, he was still, like, the least horrible person. This is true. Like, he was just in it for the money. He didn't really want anybody to get killed or... Yeah, he didn't want anyone to get hurt, and every time he did... did suggest... At some point. Oh, yeah, he did suggest that Jesse kill Walter. Killing, By the uh, way, Dale, yeah. spoiler alert, I may have you sit and watch the entire epi- this entire series of Breaking Bad while you're here. <laughs> Just wow. spoiler alert. Yeah, mainly because I want a reason to watch just it again. Prepared. <laughs> I, I just okay. want another reason to watch it again. <laughs> you and Rachel both. I just want to see the looks on your faces. <laughs> Right. Spoiler alert. Pretty sure we'll have the same reaction. Just spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, right. Look forward. Yes. Um, Do you know every terrible thing that's going to happen? Yeah. Just... Oh, the bathtub's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ATM machine. The ATM machine. Todd Train motorcycle. ATM machine. Oh, Todd Train motorcycle. Oh. Son of a fucking bitch. Um, sorry. I, I still... I love, I love Bud Long's reaction to that, by the way, when he finally got to that scene and figured out what we were talking about. Why didn't you guys tell me? We did. We tried. Ding, ding, boom. Yep. All right. Um... Anything else for you, on your notes? I'm sure you have plenty of notes. Um, the only other note is this episode didn't feel so Breaking Bad. Like no, the first I, one felt like a Breaking Bad episode. This one felt more like its own thing, and that was in a good way. In a good yeah, way. I, I think you kind of had to have the season premiere be a more Breaking Bad feeling episode because I mean it, it's directly pairing off of Breaking Bad. Here are all my notes. Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there they are. Yeah. Man, those are good notes. It's a nice really paper. All right, yeah, it's, it's a really good um, a really good book. There you go. All right, and, and second half of the show is normally our challenge show, but since we started it last week because of uh, 
because of a horrible, horrible accident. Uh, we're finishing it up this week because I hadn't watched this, and Jazz obviously hadn't watched it. We finished up Ruby Season 2, or whatever the hell they called it on Netflix. It's Season 2, damn it. Um, first of all, like I watched I watched this on Netflix this time, and it's a lot better of a watching, uh, watching environment than YouTube. Like... <laughs> Amen. It's, a freaking man. <laughs> while the, though the downside is, is you don't get the awesome intro music over and over and over again. Um, you don't have to but keep I didn't waiting. Like this one as much. Yeah, this is not I mean, as maybe good I as needed to see it more than once. But the first season one was so good, and this it, one was just like, eh, why it didn't really keep the, was the original one. That was so awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, though a lot of our issues with season one were a- addressed in like ten minutes of oh episode, season goodness. two, like that the it food was fight so much better. The f- the the, the food, food fight, fight was, was so amazing. Oh my god, they they pushed that fifty dollar piece of software to the max in that food fight. Um, <laughs> but the like most epic food fight ever. Oh ninjas and freaking people flying all over the place and using magic with hot dogs. It was fantastic. <laughs> like, magic making, with hot dogs. Oh. Making yeah. giant making giant hammers out of uh, watermelons and sticks and it was just so great. <laughs> and it was everybody was so serious about it too. Like this was a real epic food fight, man. This was nobody was playing around. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's backing down. Yeah. You got your five foot long pieces of like baguettes that you're sword fighting with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I don't understand how those baguettes were able to like break tables in half, but okay. Magic, <laughs> because, because magic. <laughs> magic, magic, because magic. magic okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it just—it was so like, oh, it was so much fun. Like, um, Weiss, I think it was, got knocked out, and uh, like Ruby's like, no. It, it was a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun with it. They were paying homage to like every type of anime fighting, but they replaced everything with food, and it was <laughs> yeah, it was just brilliant. And then at the end, Mercury just covered in food, and freaking <laughs> monkey guy just going, "Hi guys, <laughs> hey, how's it going?" Sup? <laughs> so, but speaking of Sun, Sun the Monkey Man is yeah. he, is he a, an homage to Saiyans? Yes, is that a thing? Because he's is, got the Saiyan hair. He never yep. wears a shirt, and he has a monkey tail. So. That is entire yes. He even even uh, even they said in an interview that he is supposed to be the the Saiyan archetype, um, <clears throat> because even he fights with the uh, same staff that Goku fights with oh, in Dragon Ball. Right, like he he has the uh-huh. he has the Dragon Ball staff, the Extendo staff. Yeah. Yep. Um, and like when he get when he got angry at uh, Red Hat Bowler Hat Red Hair Bowler Hat Man. Um, <clears throat> Like, he even went, like, Saiyan during that fight. Um, Like, he went Super Saiyan during that fight and did, like, freaking, like, energy tricks and crap. Um, Though, also, no more just, like, black silhouetted people. You actually, every person had a... Yes. uh, Every person was was colored in. (laughs) No black silhouettes. There was... Though, strangely enough, no black people. Something would go through, you know, a hand would go through a skirt or a table or something, but... 
for the most part. It wasn't like constant, and it was so. Oh my gosh, it was so much better. Yes, it, it was really so was. Like Dale, I, the animation I, just. Here's oh. the here's the part where I challenge. Here's the challenge part of this. Dale, by time next show is on uh, next Thursday, ro- watch Ruby oh, season one. I was about to say two. by. No, 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 no. Next, next Thursday, you need to watch Ruby season one and two. I honestly think you will really, really enjoy it. They're both like they're both they're about two hours each uh, up on Netflix, so it's like watching a movie. It's like oh, watching episodes. Two oh, okay. Oh, the season. All right. I was about to say the well, they're, they're two hours each. Okay. Yes, it's like Sherlock. Um, I've got Fifty Shades of Fucking Grey audiobook to listen to, and you want me to watch two hours per episode? Jeez. Well, technically, yeah, it is. It's two episodes up on Netflix, but they're but um, they release them. The way they release them is uh, on YouTube, but like each episode can be six minutes long, and Netflix the Netflix collections combine them. Okay. So one you don't giant blob, and it's so much. It's it's so much of a the better. First ones like. Two hours and fifteen minutes, and the second one's like two hours and forty-five minutes. Yeah, something like that. That's a chunk of time. Although, I mean, I watched each of them like like an hour at a time. Oh, I gobbled (laughs) up season two. Me like like two days. I tried to, but I had to go to bed. We um, I I I almost, (laughs) I actually almost finished watching. Like I I did. uh, No, did I finish watching it on Tuesday night? I think I might have finished watching it on Tuesday night. Like I think I stayed up crazy late. <laughs> Just because I couldn't stop watching sleep, it. Sleep. <laughs> I did not do that. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I this was so much better. It was like the pl- the pacing, the plot, the voice acting, the animation. Just all of it was infinitely better. <clears throat> yes, everything that was wrong with the first uh, volume or season or whatever you want to call it. Volume's better. They they fix it. Yeah, (laughs) it's obvious they had a year's worth of chance, years worth of working to get all this together. And then probably once you know it was a hit, they were like, "Oh, okay, well we can throw some more money at this." Yeah, and do Um, it a little more. Yeah, do do it more justice. Um, If in April, if they continue on with it with uh, Mister Own dying, April will be the premiere for season three. I don't know if they're, what they're going to do with that though, since he writ, he wrote and directed the entire thing. So I don't know what he's going to do. What they're going to do? Yeah, I mean, he may already have notes and stuff for season three that they can work from. But yeah, they might have already been done with it too. Like they they might have been finished with it because I mean, if it's premiering in April like the last two seasons did, then yeah, then true. it's done. Like animation takes a while. <laughs> yeah, even fifty dollar anima- even fifty dollar program animation. By the way, now that I've seen Especially season they're two, doing the better quality stuff. Like now that I've seen season two, like you are real. I, I made the joke of pushing that fifty dollars software to the max. They really did. Like they might actually want to move up to like a ninety nine dollar <laughs> product. <laughs> they got upgraded. Maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe they they no, it's the same the program. Pro version. The pro it, version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's no, the same just... pro. It's the same product uh, though. I, I, a little bit of research shows that they did. The, they did it on the same application. So the jazz, just, no. <laughs> the, the jazz, the jazz, yeah, just the jazz. <laughs> Wash your hands with soap afterwards, guys. With soap, I only touched my own wiener. Off the wall. I didn't. There you go. There you go, Dale. That's a. That's one you can clip out. That's for you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I like the plot point, the progressing of it. Um, 
also kind of showing where the leadership of the bad guys truly are and how low on the totem pole Mr. Red Hair Bowler Guy actually is. Indeed. Though it, it surprises me that he's able to withstand so much punishment even outside of, like, giant mech suits. <laughs> he clearly has some some uh, some power. But he's not a hunter. Like, he's not a huntsman. He's just a guy. But he has to have, yeah, he has to have some kind of, like, magical imbuement or something because he takes a lot of damage and is able to keep up with these huntresses and even uh, a trained huntsman <clears throat> without, like, without seemingly any power whatsoever. Also, the least huh. impressive weapon of the entire series. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Cane gun. Yep, cane gun. That's it. Just I don't know. Baguette, baguette swords seem a bit redonkulous. But I mean, like the entire thing, like Ruby's main weapon is a giant scythe that turns into a sniper rifle. His is just a cane gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I did like the fact that they explained the powers a lot more further in this one, though. Like they they went in depth with each of the person's powers without giving each person their own individual like. Um, they say, well, except for, um, what's her name, Priya, Prissa, um, Prina, the Amazon girl. Who has, like, Greek armor or whatever. Yeah. Um, they yeah, they yeah, gave no her one. her own little episode, like, mini-series episode, like... Oh, yeah. How, uh, <laughs> she's, she's also a Magneto, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> she's except Wonder Woman crossed with Magneto, like... <laughs> um... Uh, they get. Uh, I just love the fact that they got in depth with like, except for Ruby and Weiss, which are the two people that they described in depth in season one. Like they just showed Ruby at her full power, being able to speed all over the place, and Weiss the limit of her magic. But that's it. Like they went into the depth of what um, Yang can do. By the way, most face palmy thing ever. I start my day off with a Yang. Oh. <laughs> my head hitting the desk oh there's plenty of that dude that, the, that's like a lot of the dialogue in this is just so cheesy corny it's great though like, yes, it's, they have very, it's very I nice. watched Fifty Shades of Grey at the weekend so I'm pretty sure all the face farming has been done yeah exactly oh th- this is Oscar winning material next to Fifty Shades of Grey like <laughs> right um like but, uh, they uh they gotta do because yeah, it's tropey. Like they they go into the limits on it's, the tropes. Yeah, anime is known for having like bad jokes, and sometimes they fall flat, and it does that on purpose a lot here. Yeah. So if you um, don't like that sort of thing, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but this, this we are talking to a guy celebrating who runs, anime tropes. We are talking to a guy who hosts a show called Terrible Tuesday Movie Night. So you know, there's that. Hey, <laughs> there's that. Well, this I is may much or... better than anything there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. May or may not it has to. There you go. I'm just saying if you hate anime, uh-huh. you should probably yeah, you... stay away. Budlong would hate this. This show is all about just celebrating anime. See, I, well, I can't say that. Budlong is strangely... Every anime trope ever. Budlong is strangely okay with anime, but against everything else Japanese. I don't understand that. <laughs> only, only, are, only their games. Only Japanese RPGs. And food. Like, from yeah, what I can tell, he hates Japanese food. food. Um, I thought he liked sushi. I, thought, I don't. I don't think he did. Um, because oh. I, I for sure, I, I remember him. Com- yourself. I remember him complaining about the sushi places whenever we were gonna go there. Like I, I remember him at least groaning a little bit. Um, Man, when we were sushi. Dragon Con. I don't hey, I'm hungry for sushi, Tachi. We, we should go to that place that turned us away. That it did. They told us not to go there. 
It's like, the kitchen's I'm, backed I'm up. Really you should busy. probably go somewhere else. <laughs> Thank like, you for being honest. Up? Yeah. Thank you for being <laughs> yeah. honest. Sushi place in Atlanta. For a really long time. <laughs> okay. This segment made it, the, made it to the magical cheesecake place, and it was it was great. Oh god. Oh god, so good. Um. So yeah, it just Ruby Ruby season two. Obviously, they're gonna have to do season three because there's tons of downloads on this, tons of YouTube views. Um, they're gonna have to do something with it because it's super cliffhanger. Like they, this was this oh, yeah. was <laughs> meant to have a season three. I'm just kind of afraid of it and hope they continue on with the direction of Mr. Ohm. Red hair bowler hat man was captured, but yep. he seemed to have been captured on purpose, maybe. Meanwhile, oh. the real evil people are still at large and have apparently acquired a bunch of knowledge yeah. for something, some evil plot. Some plot. Um, by the way, I do want to give a like a huge shout-out to Rooster Teeth. Actually, I've, com- I've communicated with a couple of the PR people over at Rooster Teeth the last couple of weeks because of us covering Ruby. Um, th- one thing they announced on Mr. Owen's passing was, in lieu of flowers, just go out and do something creative. And I want to give Matt at Rooster Teeth a shout out and saying <clears throat> that they he emailed me back with us do, talking about this and he goes, Monty would be proud of what you have built. Just keep doing what you're doing. So it, it's it's yeah another emo CJ moment, but not as bad as last week where I almost burst out in tears. More <laughs> <laughs> uh... crying. Yeah, no more no crying. crying. All right, anything else on Ruby? Uh, mail order corgi. Mail order corgi, <laughs> yes. Freaking immortal, like but, god corgi too. This is the god of corgis. <laughs> with, like, with maybe maybe has magic powers. I'm not sure. Uh, Apparently, that are just absorb fireball the, and the become immortal. a fireball and explode <laughs> things. <laughs> yes, the god of corgis. Fall from fifty stories and not die. <laughs> it's probably because he's got a tail. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just a really he's small uh, animal guy. Whatever they called that animal race, <laughs> he's just a really small one of those. Uh, I guess he'd have to be invincible if you can shove him into a mail tube and ship him anywhere in the world. And nobody acted like it was a big deal. Like that's a big thing. No, nobody no. acted like it was a big deal. <laughs> like you just got you got an animal through the mail. Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, wait, it's cute. That's <laughs> cute too. So why not? Oh, look at it, so cute. So cute, but I'm going to question the male. I love Catgirl's reaction to that, though. Her seeing that, just, like, bolting up on the bed with her, like, her back haunched. I'm like, dude, they are actually animals. Like, (laughs) she is actually a cat in a weird, strange, attractive, cel-shading kind of way. She's really a cat. Like, it's great. (laughs) In a strange $50 software kind of way. $50 $50 software kind of way. Yes, yes. They did, they did very good. They did a lot of great stuff with the prom scene, though. That was a really good um, yeah. scene yeah. in general. Dance Dance Infiltration, by the way, the name of that episode. <laughs> awesome. I um, know that. Yeah, I, I, just, I remember seeing that because I was doing some research on it afterwards. I'm like, oh, let's look up the episode titles. Dance Dance Infiltration. That's great. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but uh, the the stereotypical like anime dance number happened too. I'm just like man, 
<laughs> dance number. Everybody's dancing. It's still weird and, that uh, like they still did weirdly attractive in this. Like it, it's still weird. I'm normally like I normally hate this kind of animation. By the way, I normally cannot stand this kind of animation. But for some reason, this captured it and made it work, and also made the like made the girls anime enough. And I. I, I I'm an, uh, I made the comment of being a weeaboo earlier. That is not untrue. Like I'm very much a weeaboo, and I have no problem with calling anime, animated characters attractive. <laughs> um, and yet somehow they made cell sh- shaded, weirdly two and a half D teenage girls attractive. I'm weirded out this entire time. Indeed, and we were right about Penny. She was yep. a robot. Totally a robot. She's a robot. Robot. <laughs> robot. She's a robot. She has robot arms and, and robot bolts swords. Instead of squishy guts. Yeah, nuts and bolts instead and of squishy robot, guts. Yeah, robot guts. Yeah, I love that line. I love that. Yeah, you have just because you have nuts and bolts instead, and I have squishy guts doesn't mean anything. I'm like, oh, you're so great, <laughs> so awesome. Oh, oh. and that's all. Right. All, all right. right, except for uh, the password is Beacon, where the E's are three, and then there's a, a pound symbol at the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know, that just made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Just like random, like, what's the Wi-Fi password? I'm like, oh, <laughs> great. All right. It's a, so It's a beacon with the, the, the E is a three, and then there's a hashtag at the end. You still can obviously tell, like, hey, do you want to, hey, you producer guy, do you, or hey, you uh, mail order guy, you just brought me a thing in the mail. I can't tip you, but would you like a, spo- would you like a line in my anime? <laughs> <laughs> it just still seems like that's the, how they got most of the people here. I can't tip you, but would you like to be in my anime? <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and head on out of here then. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the show, you can go over to geek, geekioshow at gmail.com. Twitter's ge- at geekioshow. Website is geek-io.net slash spoiler show. And you can support the network entirely over at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekio. And for both of these shows, Indeed. is there anything else before we sign out? No. Next Our, time. Absolutely. On the small screen spoiler show. <laughs> yeah. Will Dale be held hostage again? We're going to talk about Better Call Saul, spoiler. Uh, we're going to talk about Agent Carter, spoiler. And we'll see about Gotham. Yeah, we well, I, I think, uh, yeah, right. Um, We're probably at the point where we have to finish it now, though. Yeah, like I said, I think there's two more episodes left, so I don't think there's, I don't think there's a lot of reason not to just finish out the season. And we'll be back to our yeah, challenges next week. Jazz is going to be back up on Arrow, and I'm back up on True Detective. So back up on Arrow. All right. Back guys. up on Arrow. On that note. For both the Geek.io show and Small Screen Spoiler show, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We will see you at their respective proper show times next week. Bye. 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 Click the button, Dale. This has been a Geek.io production. That was amazing. <laughs> well, Dale was slacking on the button, so I pressed it. Hey, this is a person in the background. <laughs> All right, bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.